Welcome to LMB Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Mystery from Learning and Engagement. Culture lies at the heart of today's topic, but maybe not in the way that you'd expect. Brent Sobierowski, Director of Talent Acquisition for the company, peels back the layers of the recruiting and hiring process for hiring managers and people looking to grow with the organization alike. Emotional intelligence, diversity, inclusion, interview best practices, and elephants are among this podcast concepts du jour, all related to cultural fit. You've either been hired by Brent and his team or worked with him on hiring someone for your own team. So from entry to senior level, this podcast got something for you. And hang on until the end for a chance to win some dollars to the company store. Let's get started, shall we? Brent, thanks for joining me today. Uh, it's great to be here, Katie. I'm excited to, um, to do this. So maybe we should start with the basics. Why don't you tell me a bit about yourself first? Um, you know, a lot of people know me here in the company because I've been here 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the wow. director of talent acquisition um, and, you know, really seen the company evolve a lot over the 12 years I've been here and, you know, been involved in hiring a lot of people and seen a lot of people, you know, grow in their roles and do different things. And, um, you know, so you know, things are going really well and you know, excited to sit down and chat with you here today, Katie, about recruiting and what, you know, me yeah. and um, go from there. Yeah, it sounds like you have a wealth of knowledge to pull from. So this will be good for for hiring managers and people that just want to grow with the company alike. So with that being said, what does a recruiter do besides the obvious? Um, to your point, besides the obvious, you know, mm-hmm. we hire people. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's a lot more to it than just that. Um, you know, and I'm really going to probably through this conversation really emphasize, you know, something special I feel we have here at Limbaugh mm-hmm. and it's culture. And mm-hmm. You know, myself and a gentleman that works for me, Joe Spitaleri, um, you know, whenever we're filling these positions, we're not out just looking for bodies and just trying to fill a position. We're looking for the right person that's going to fit Limbaugh, it's going to fit our core values. Yeah. Um, you know, really wants to be here. It's going to be successful. Um, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of companies out there always looking for people. We always have open positions, but, you know, myself and Joe, you know, we're always out looking for, you know, top talent and just not in, you know, what they do with their job responsibilities and if they can do this or that. We're also looking for people who are going to go back and they can fit our culture, can fit on, you know, what we do here and things. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, that's kind of, you know, what we do. Um, in a nutshell, you know, we, yeah. we people. Um, you know, we don't hire the people. We want for the people. And it's our job to, you know, provide qualified candidates to the hiring managers um, in various positions, you know, throughout the, throughout the company. How did you get started doing this? I mean, is, has this, have you, you've been with the company 12 years, so you did something before this. That's a, that's an excellent question. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually graduated college. Uh, I went to a college outside of Philadelphia, Westchester University. Uh, yeah. Graduated in uh, political science major, though I didn't know what I wanted to do and um, graduated, moved back to Pittsburgh, you know, where I'm from. Uh, my older sister at the time was working for account temps, Robert Half. Uh, she said, Brent, you'd probably be pretty good at this recruiting thing. You should try it out. Mm. Uh, I got in, you know, with a recruiting firm, uh, worked there for a year and then left them to join a, a higher level executive search firm to work exclusively in construction. Um, worked there for about five years and kind of got to the point where I wanted to do it internally and wanted to be part of something and help something grow. Uh, so there's, there's not a lot of construction companies that are national. 
um, that have internal recruitment. And I Interesting. Really, yeah, I really wanted to stay here in Pittsburgh. And I kind of knew there was only a handful and kept looking, kept looking. And then uh, the opportunity opened up at Limbaugh and I kind of jumped on it and you know, met with Mark Hoogstraw and met with Charlie. And, um, you know, here we are 12 here, years Here ago. we are. You see, I, that's fascinating to me because I hadn't thought about, um, you know, you're looking for a cultural fit. Well, the only way you're going to know that is if you're really part of the company. So having an external recruiter wouldn't help us in that area necessarily, right? No, you're exactly it. You know, it's not that we're not going to use external recruiters. And there are times we do use external recruiters for some different positions. But, you know, there's one thing that, you know, myself and Joe really understand about this company, and it's the culture. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really, and I want to want to say one of the problems I have here, one of the things that always gives me a hard time is so many of the hiring managers base people off of their resumes. Ah, uh, yeah. Black and white. And a lot of times they recommend that, listen, yeah, the resume says this, but you really want to talk to this person because they check this box, this box, and this box. Yeah, they might not be all the qualifications, but, you know, they have the DNA of what, you know, what I know from my experience, what works here at Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. But that's something that uh, that an external recruiter really doesn't understand or can't bring to the table. Yeah, and you know that's probably the reason why you know, I have to say I've I've been here 12 years and you know I really have a full understanding of what works here at Limbaugh and what looks good. And and you've said before to me that it's like a gut reaction or a gut feeling that you might have with the questions that you're asking. But but you also said you once did a training for hiring managers. So I'm curious, what did that training look like or or what should every hiring manager know about the recruiting process? Well, and going back on the, you know, the training program, it was a program we had back, you know, years ago at the LU days and something that you and I have discussed about revamping up next year, which, you know, I, I hope we do. And it's yeah. something we need to do as a company. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of people grow over the years and a lot of people have grown into hiring manager roles and, you know, they've never hired people before. They don't know what goes into it. They don't know what to look for. And, you know, that's what, you know, I'm here to help. Uh, Joe's here to help other people in HR and stuff. And I'm just going to give you a scenario here, but say an open position, um, you know, opened up in the branch and you know, the, what the hiring manager needs to do is, um, you know, they need to, to reach out to myself um, or Ashley here um, in corporate and let, let us know, hey, you know, we have an open position for this position. Um, we need you to post on, on, you know, on our website and everything. I'm like, okay, we got to make sure we have a job description. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will then send the job description back to the hiring manager, had to review it, make sure everything's good. Um, once we get that, then it's reviewed, it's okay. Then we get it posted. And then from there, we can start the recruiting process. Right. Um, what we can't do is just expect myself or Joe to start searching, doing a search if we have not reviewed the job description or if we have not posted the job um, on our website. Those are the two steps that must get done. I mean, that's okay. the way it is. But that's, that happens relatively quickly. I mean, it, it does depend on the hiring manager, how quickly they review the job description and make sure it's okay. But that's not a long process, right? It's not a long process at all. And the sooner it happens, the sooner we can get going on it. Mm-hmm. Quickly, whenever people do reach out to me for a new position, they need to film yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so the right. sooner we can get these, these initial steps done, the sooner we can get going recruiting on the uh, position. But I can't recruit on position until the job's posted. And why not? Uh, just rules and regulations. Yep. It's the process we follow. Okay, I got I got you. So once that's done, then what does that the rest of the interview process look like for you and your team? You know, really understanding who people are, what their ambitions are, what they're looking for in life, what they're looking for with their career, understanding work life balance, 
understand mm-hmm. what you're good at. Um, that's really an important part to the interview process and what works here at Limbaugh versus just, hey, this person can do A but not B. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's something I always tell the hiring managers is, yeah, you want to have, you know, you know, your four or five questions to ask everybody during the interview, no doubt to figure out that new job, but you really got to dig in to understand is this person going to work within my team? Are they going to work within this organization? Is this something that I know I don't have to babysit all the time? Um, there's a lot more that goes into it than just, hey, this person can, can go do this job. It makes me think about the importance of emotional intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) How do you hire people without being aware of your team and aware of the social dynamics and even aware of yourself and your own, you know, like tendencies or wants or desires, right? Don't you have to have a high EQ? (laughs) There's no doubt. You know, we go back and I'm going to, you know, the evolution of, you know, what I've done over the years, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, as I was growing up, it was high IQ. That's all you high IQ. Someone's smart. Um, I think that's really changed in the last probably five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Certainly we're looking for more EQ. Um, and, you know, again, that gets away from IQ. It's how people deal with others, how people deal with situations. Yep. Um, you know, in the interview process, I really like to talk a lot about our hiring managers about, you know, ask people more about failures, um, you know, mm-hmm. struggles they've had. Um, we're all going to have struggles at some point in our lives, in our jobs. It's how we respond to them, how we deal with those. Um, mm-hmm. We can talk about successes and successes are great, but you know, how can, how can we improve on our failures or how do we react to certain situations and stuff? And that's where I think, you know, a lot of the EQ stuff comes in. Um, yeah. Something we're all still learning about EQ. Um, it's coming, becoming more and more popular, you know, right. every year. Um, I know you and I have spoken about it many times mm-hmm. uh, and it's something, you know, that I am always looking for whenever I'm talking to Janice as well, too. Yeah. Yeah, again, that self and social awareness, how they interact with people. Um, now, recruiting obviously is your job, but, and, you know, acquiring talent, getting the right people in the door for the right seats, that kind of thing. Where do we typically find those people for our company? Um, we find them, you know, predominantly in two places. Um, you know, all of our open positions um, do need to get posted on our website. Mm-hmm. And then we work with a third-party vendor who then sends all those open positions out to uh, the Indeeds in the world and the job boards and the local job boards, yeah. like England or Florida, Southern California. So those are always out there. And then there's the sourcing part of the job. And that part of the job is whenever you know we go out and I look for people. And I have a vast knowledge of the industry doing this for almost 20 years now of who's who and what cities. Mm-hmm. Um, I go out and I, to be honest with you, I, I poach from our competitors. Um, yeah, do it, (laughs) you know, um, and it's, it's, it's not too hard to post sometimes because, you know, we have a good reputation. Yeah. Uh, We're a good company. Um, people do want to work here. Um, so, you know, and a lot of those are just through my knowledge, um, obviously through LinkedIn and it's such a powerful tool nowadays, um, you know, zoom in and then at the end of the day, probably the best place to find people is our own internal knowledge. Um, Hmm. I what do you mean? A lot of our hiring managers. Who do you know? Yeah. Okay. Now, like the ne- their network. Basically. Yes, through their network. You know, ask some of our suppliers and vendors. Um, you know, who do they like within this company? Who do they like within this company? Um, who's someone we want to target? Um, you know, so a lot of times, you know, if a, if a search starts up, you know, we'll look at the LinkedIn's and people out there, and obviously jobs post and see who applies. But you know, internally, we're also talking. Hey, we know this person at ABC Company. Um, maybe a very good fit for this role and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that makes sense. You know, so the the internal knowledge we have is probably is probably the greatest because it's pretty much a reference. It's an employee reference, and yeah. we're, so if someone refers somebody, they're probably putting their name out there on that person. So the person's probably going to be pretty good, and then the person referred them already works for our company, and it goes back to they understand our culture. Yes. Oh, yeah. The bottom line there. Yes. Goes back <laughs> to culture that you yeah. know that person's going to fit in within our organization. Yeah. They'll really do well here. And it goes back to, you know, we are a good company and, you know, we have a lot to offer for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's your pitch? Like, how do you, when you talk, to, when you do your screening with people, I would assume you kind of give them, yeah, here, here's Limbach in a nutshell. What do you say? Yeah. I mean, again, I'm going to get, you know, a lot of people know who we are, mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, in our respective cities um, or whether it be down in Florida with Harper and stuff, but, you know, I just, you know, really, Joe and I, we just, we call people out of the blue and just say, hey, you know, I, I'm here with Limbaugh and, you know, I have XYZ position and yeah, I understand you're happily employed at ABC company, but, you know, would you be interested in having a conversation with us confidentially about this opportunity? Um, you know, we have a lot to offer. We have a lot of things going on here at Limbaugh. Um, and that's yeah. what we say. It's, it's, it's just pick up the phone and doing it. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> Right. Do you feel like most people um, respond positively to that? I would typically get positive responses. Um, we still get, I still get sometimes some people just flat out hang up on me. Oh um, my gosh. Um, but overall, you know, even if someone isn't interested, there's always a respect level for us. Yeah. Um, say, hey, you know, I know who you guys are and I know, you know, I know John Smith there and mm -hmm. things about you, but, you know, I'm just happy where I'm at right now and now's not the best time to, Let's stay in touch. And, yeah. you know, so much of my nice. job is relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, people I've talked to over the years that, you know, maybe wasn't the right fit at this time. But I know in a year or two it might be or someone I spoke with five years ago that just wasn't ready or we couldn't relocate because their kids were just still in high school. But now that I know they're empty nesters and I, they told me they, they might want to go to Florida someday or Los Angeles. Wow. Always taking notes and always tracking them. You, so you are the epitome of a researcher and a learner you have to be you have to research you have to know all there is to know and somehow keep track of it all in order to five years from now like you said be like oh i remember so and so pretty much it and i track all that and i kind of just have a memory of it i have a lot of notes wow uh, so i can just recall and remember that you know hey that person i remember i spoke to three years ago they mentioned if this role ever came up to call them. Jeez, wow. So it is, it is a lot of research. It is a lot of, thinking. um, yeah. And, and you've been with the company for 12 years. So you have 12, well, 12 plus years of people to keep track of. Um, can you share some success stories of people you've found that have made their home with Limbach? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, there's a lot of people I've, you know, I've hired over the years, whether it be someone out of college, um, mm -hmm. LEMT program and, you know, seeing them blossom up through the program into different roles and now in a, you know, hiring manager role or now yeah. senior level roles, some people on the leadership team. Um, you know, I've hired some, you know, some project managers who are now very high up in the company. Mm -hmm. um, so there's, there's a lot of different successes I've seen. And I think some of my, my favorite ones and the ones that, really mean a lot to me or whenever I talk to somebody that I may have hired years ago and um, we start talking and they say, Hey, Brent, you know, I, I 
thank you for calling me that day and reaching wow. you know here we are years later and you know i'm so happy to be here at limbos happy to be part of the family and you know i'm in a role i never imagined i would ever be in where i was before and you know if you don't reach out to me um this doesn't all happen so you know that's that's the part i'd like to hear and yeah that's a reward and, and to see people's career notes i mean there's people i've i haven't talked to in years but you know, I get the notifications and stuff that, you know, they're in this role or they're running this job or this person's doing this and this person's being promoted. I'm like, wow, I remember when <laughs> years ago and they didn't know what they wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, well, that's encouraging. So people you might have interviewed, they have all this success, but when you interviewed them, they were like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I want to go. I think a lot of us can say that. Um, I, whenever I was out of college and stuff, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of people do know what they want to do. Um, and that's what's neat about Limbaugh and you know, what the opportunities we have here. And, you know, it's the program, you know, we're working on right now with the career paths. Just because you join Limbaugh from a position doesn't mean there aren't other opportunities out there. Yeah. And, you know, that goes back to the question you asked me earlier about the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I'm reaching out to external people or recruiting people, um, you know, a lot of our competitors are smaller companies um, where individuals are going to be pigeonholed in certain roles. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to get the long-term opportunities that we can provide here at Limbaugh. Yeah. So, you know, whenever a lot of people don't know exactly what they want to do, I say, that's okay. But if you come join us, you're going to get exposed to a lot of different things. And there's going to be a lot of different avenues for you to go in um, throughout your career. We, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of one, one-stop provider. We do many different things here at Limbaugh. And there's many different career paths you can go in. Yeah. And, and you're right. I don't think, um, I think we're becoming more transparent with that internally and saying, hey, if you're interested in something, raise your hand. You don't just have to wait for it to happen to you. You can say, hey, I want to move here. Or do you think I could fit into this role? And like you said, we're working on um, a career path site. We're working on some more material so that people know you're not stuck. You're never stuck at this company. No, you're not. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's exciting. And it is exciting. exciting. Yeah. So you've been a part of these successes, which is a testimony in and of itself. And, and since you've been around for a while, I have a feeling you're familiar with the language that we use. When I joined the industry, I was like, are you kidding me? We have a thousand and one acronyms. And so if you're not familiar with this, I like to play a game on our show called Guess the Acronym. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. All right. Mama always said, life's like a box of chocolates. And LMB means limba. E-O-R. I can give you a clue if you want a clue. Yeah. All right. It has to do with LEDS, Limbach Engineering and Design Services. E-O-R. I do not know. Okay. Engineer of record. Ah, engineer of record. See, you do know that one, but it's like in your brain, there's a gajillion acronyms, so it's hard to parse through. And what's funny, because for LEDS, whenever I do my pitch, I talk about how sometimes yeah. in-house engineers, we can be engineer of record on those projects. Rent. A true design build firm, because some firms say they do design build, but they, it's actually a third-party consultant. <laughs> we're actually the engineer of record on it, and we stamp. All right. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. You, you know it. It's just, it's hard to recall it because I'm telling you there's so many other acronyms out there. It could have st- stood for anything. Um, 
Okay. All right. You've earned your stripes. So now you mentioned the training you did for hiring managers. Um, can you touch on a bit more? What are some interview best practices? Um, it's, it's a great question. Um, and I'm going to kind of go back to something I hit on earlier. You know, obviously, you know, whenever you're interviewing people, um, you know, obviously we got to find out they're qualified for, for the position. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's, you know, it's, it's my job to do that. So if I'm sending off a resume to someone, they're probably already qualified for the position. Um, it's more about now the hiring manager trying to find out um, if they're going to fit in, if it's the right person for the role, the right person for the organization. So gotcha. I like, I personally like to make, I think it's good to make interviews more, more I don't want to use the word casual, but more comfortable. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't think the days of having 15 questions and making, you know, doing one after another, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Um, you know, I think it's good to get an understanding of a person's background, mm-hmm. who they are, you know, where they're from, what they like to do. Um, you know, I can't emphasize enough to ask open-ended questions. Yeah. Uh, you know, get people to, you know, tell me about yourself, who you are, where you're from, what do you like to do? What, tell me about your job. Tell me about successes you've had. Tell me about failures you've had. Um, you know, it goes back to some of our EQ stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you deal with other people. What do you do in tough situations? Um, you know, let, sometimes let the interview kind of run its own course. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to, you know, I want to go back to the days of the, you know, just asking these straight 15 questions and getting yes or no answers and then checking a box and moving on, you know, it's just so black and white. Um, So, you know, for hiring managers, I can't emphasize enough, you know, try to make it as comfortable as possible. Um, Just cat, you know, not as much, you know, like I said, casual, but, you know, open it up, go for that. So that, that tell me about yourself question, I feel like is one of the most dreaded questions when you're preparing for an interview on, on the interviewee side. <laughs> um, what kind of answers should a hiring manager be looking for? Because you could go so many different places with that tell me about yourself question. Um, honestly, someone's just honest. It just tells them, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I do. Um, you know, here's what I do outside of work. Here's, mm-hmm. you know, here's what I do at work. Um, obviously, you know, to your point, it can go many different ways. Um, but you know, whenever I ask that question a lot, if someone's really short and doesn't give me a lot of information, mm-hmm. it always makes me just a little bit nervous that they're just not, I don't use this language, but they're just not comfortable in their shoes. Yeah. They're not comfortable yeah. with what they do. Um, so, you know, a lot of times it goes back to, I tell hiring managers, listen, let people ramble, let people talk, let them give you information. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> The more talking and the more information they do, the more you're going to learn about that person. Yeah. Well, that's that's good insight. I think that makes sense because you want to find out you're, – you're, you're still doing your research in an interview. You want to find out if they're going to be a good fit or not. So you're not going to find that out unless they give you the information about themselves. That's that's exactly it. Right. Um, so you know, I, I think a lot of people really you know, just focus so much on task and responsibility, which, again, is very important. Mm-hmm. That we get it's really important as well too, just to get to know the individual and the person as well. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think, think part, part of your process, we, we have, have every new hire complete a personality test, test right? right? So that is for majority of the positions that is correct. Our disc assessment, majority, yeah, the disc assessment. So, what's the value in having people complete that? Um, Gives us an understanding of who they are, and it's really from a from a DNA standpoint. Okay. Um, you know, if someone's you know introverted, extroverted, um, if they're very outgoing, if they're not, 
Um, it's a very detail-oriented knot. Um, there's kind of a, you know, just a get the job done to go outside the box to get it done or if they're a role follower. And, you know, th there's really no right or wrong to the DISC assessment. Um, but, you know, just for an example, um, you know, from a sales standpoint, you know, my living of doing this, you're not going to find a whole lot of introverted people. They're going right. to be yeah. successful at sales. <laughs> uh, typically, they're going to be more outgoing, high D, dominary, you know, get out there. Um, on the flip side of that, you know, you, you look at engineers, you look at some accountants, they typically tend to be more on the introverted side. But mm -hmm. that's, that's who they are. That's their right. game. Um, and that's why they're successful in, in those roles, because um, that's that's just who they are. Right. Yeah. So it just gives you a little more information in order to make your decision. Um, yes. And okay. then, then going back to the hiring managers, you know, I always emphasize to a hiring manager before an assignment, you know, if you have your team, let's look at your team internally. Um, you know, who do you have there? And, mm. and what type of person are we going to look for that's going to come in and blend in with this team? Um, you know, do we want somebody that's, you know, going to be very outgoing? There's going to be like this. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's like a professional sporting team. Everyone can't be the same. Everyone needs to have different parts. Yes. And that's what it's about. So yeah. we want everyone to be the exact same. And and maybe this comes from the IQ, the history of looking for people with a high IQ. But I have heard before that you want to hire people that are smarter than you. Have you heard that? I've heard that before. Yeah. 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 So they're going to make your sense. job better then. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you want to, why wouldn't you want to put good people around you? Right. Right. So it is, it's going to be a mix of IQ, EQ, finding people that are, have different experiences, different um, expertise. And that actually leads me into uh, one other question. And I know we're going to spend more time on this topic in a separate podcast, but I am curious to get a sneak peek of your answer. How does diversity and inclusion come into this conversation? Um, you know, so diversity and inclusion comes to this where, you know, um, you know, as we're looking for people, um, you know, obviously, you know, we're looking across the board, um, whether it be, you know, through different colleges we're going to start looking at, um, you know, we're not going to judge people who we're looking at just based upon their background stuff. We're going to judge yeah. on, you know, who they are, what they can do, um, what their qualifications are. So, you know, we're going to put a, a strong effort forward towards diversity and inclusion going forward. And I've been, you know, I know you mentioned another podcast we're going to be doing, we're going to be mm -hmm already been working, you know, with the DNI group on some different ideas that we want to mm -hmm. next year on, you know, how can we become better as a company? Um, you know, it's not something, you know, just recruiting can do. Um, it is something that's going to be very important and high on our list, but it's something that we have to do as a company and it's a culture we need to create. Right. And, you know, it, it starts, it starts now. And yeah. I think it's something um, I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to get going on it and mm -hmm. to make us better as a company is we get out there and start looking into different avenues that maybe we haven't looked at before um, to bring in some to, to bring in some more talent and some different talent to the organization. Yeah, yeah, and I like that you said we're not just going we're not just going after diverse people because they're diverse, and diverse could mean a, a whole slew of things. You know, we're going after the right person for the right seat still, but we're looking in in different areas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that that's going to be a focus that's, you know, we're, we're starting to ramp up now going mm -hmm. on it. Um, we're putting the kind of the plan, the ideas together that I'd imagine you'll hear shortly in the next year, you know, mm -hmm. to your point, you know, we're, we're going to find the right person for the role. 
but we're also going to look at different places where maybe we haven't looked before. Yeah. And, you know, we just haven't thought about looking before, but you know what? They are out there and yes. you know, it's exciting. It is. Yeah. And this whole discussion has been really helpful, I think. It's been helpful not just for hiring managers, but also for anyone looking to grow with the company. It's helpful to know what are supervisors looking for, um, what goes into the process in and of itself, so that way I can, you know, I can capitalize on that, learn from that. So, But before we close, because we're nearing the end here, I want to ask one last question, and it's something I like to call the curveball question. All right, so this is one you have not received ahead of time. It's completely this this is 100% random, but there is a there is a loose connection because I was on Google and I was looking at Google interview questions and I found a really weird one that I'm going to ask you, okay? <laughs> they ask weird questions at Google. Um, all right, here we go. Forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. You've been given an elephant you cannot give it away or sell it. What do you do with the elephant? Keep it. Yeah, but what do you do with it? <laughs> Where are you going to put an elephant in Pittsburgh, Brent? <laughs> Donate. I can't give it away. You can't give it away or sell it. Can't give it to the zoo. I have no idea. What would you do with it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, who at Google is asking this question to potential I have no buyers? I, I have no idea. I, I wouldn't have room in my house where my kids would probably love it. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> it would be a it would be a pet for your kids. <laughs> probably a pet for my kids. Probably build a big barn in the backyard. Yeah. That how how weird is that question? That's a very weird question. I see um a lot of those tech companies ask a lot of those crazy questions and stuff. And they I always read about them, they always intrigue me and stuff. And I was like They are intriguing. I, I don't I don't know if those questions are for us here at Limbo. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think we really care too much about this elephant. Anyway, all right. Thanks, Brent. This has been a 30 minutes well spent, and um, I know we'll be talking again soon on an, another podcast, and I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, thank you for your time today, Katie. I'm looking forward to the next podcast as well. So maybe you don't use Google's elephant question, but hey, there are a lot of other nuggets of hiring wisdom nested within this conversation today. No matter what your takeaway is, I hope we can agree that we are one lucky company to have internal recruiters that can spot talent a mile away and set us up to have new hires that not only are a cultural fit, but that stick around and guide the formation of company culture for years to come. With that, let's finish up with our Limbach trivia question. If you're the first person to email learning at limbachinc.com with the right answer, you'll receive some cash to the company store. Here's the question. What is the biggest project in our company history? Biggest in terms of dollar amount. All right, as always, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on LMB Podcast. Podcast.